1: That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Full of frustration. Full of despair, despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, In search of silverware And they found Major League
0: Soccer It's time It's the big one MLS Cup Final, baby This is the MLS UK Show Welcome along, episode 33 of the MLS UK Show My name's Elliot Holman And I'm Henry Hewitt Here's what we've got for you before the MLS Cup final. Obviously, we'll talk about the big game. It goes goes without saying. That's standard. However, Atlanta are there. So
2: Portland, we've got differing views on who's going to win. So we'll be having a bit of a mic battle.
0: Yeah, anything to go against Atlanta. Uh, we've also got our usual game that changes every single week. And we'll be talking about some of the movers and shakers, including David Villa, Zlatan Ibrahimović and Greg Berhalter as well. <laughs>
2: Where do we begin? Oh, uh, there's only one place to start. Actually, no. We'll we'll talk about the MLS Cup final in a moment. We have to start with the game that is called,
0: Elliot. Uh, we give you the career path of a Brit who's played in MLS and you have to tell us who it is. Is that right? right? Yeah, we'll go with that
2: this week. Yep. Um, That's exactly what it is. We choose a player who is from the UK to have played in MLS and you've got to try and guess before the end of the podcast... Who it is. The game with the name that changes. Yep. Um, I really wanted to find someone who had won the MLS Cup who we hadn't done before. So we've done...
0: uh, Oh, we've done... Who have we done? We've done... Former Norwich City striker Kai Kamara. Norwich City, top of the league still. (laughs) Just had to get that in. Uh,
2: Moving on. Uh, Yeah, we've done quite a lot of players. So I had to find someone and believe me, I have found... Someone who, one of the clues I'm going to give you, you'll probably guess who it is, but this is a very, very, I've plucked this from the bottom of the barrel.
0: I'm not going to get this one, am I? This footballer. <sighs> Soccer player. Well, yeah. He has played for <laughs> illustrious clubs.
2: Some of the UK's biggest clubs. We're talking Berry, <laughs> Wigan Athletic, Blackpool, Scunthorpe, Nor- oh. Norwich City.
0: Yes, top of the league, of uh, top of the league,
2: of And Newcastle as well. Uh, his career then went to Linfield Livingston in Scotland and then he played for Houston Dynamo. He only played 11 games for the Houston Dynamo. <laughs> What's but, the point then? But in that time, he won the MLS Cup final in 2006... He's Scottish and he may have a famous dad. That's all I'm saying. Answers at the end of the podcast. For you, Elliot, he play, He was on loan at uh, Norwich. He played five games and must have been pressed because then they signed him. He even played 38 games, scoring two goals.
0: See, Scottish doesn't narrow it down because we have a weird, like weirdly high amount of Scottish contingent playing for Norwich all the time. <laughs> um what year did he
2: play for Norwich? 1999 to 2002. <laughs> so in three years, he played 38 games. Doesn't say a lot. I haven't got a clue. Uh, this guy's career lasted... It sounds horrific. Yeah, he, he didn't really do that much. Although,
0: Scunthorpe, Bury, Wigan, yeah. then
2: Norwich. Although he did win the MLS Cup in 2006. <laughs> uh, he scored two goals in 11 games for Houston, so he did all right there. But he's got a famous dad. That's all I'm saying. Answers at the end. But tweet us at MLS UK Show. We do know if you've cheated. By the way, I don't know how we know, but we do know. So uh, let you us know. won't
0: know how we know, but we know. We don't. Tweet us at MLS UK Show with your guesses. I've got no clue. Really? I was only eight then. Yeah, I wasn't. Got... I wasn't watching Norwich. Going, oh, that Scottish player who's about to go to Houston's good. Concentrate on the famous dad. That's all I'm
2: saying. Um. Shall we talk about the MLS Cup final then? Wait. Wait, wait,
0: wait. I think I might know.
2: Oh, this is for the end of the podcast. I know,
0: but I think I might.
2: Do we not want to ruin it straight away?
0: I think I might know.
2: Delaying tactics. I've
0: got it, I've got it. Just I've got. It.
2: I've actually got it. Right, well done. We'll
0: discuss it at the end of the podcast. As if I just got that, can we just talk about the fact that from the most obscure career path ever. Yeah, I didn't know he played for Houston, I'll be honest. Famous dad. Spoiler alert, it's a he. Didn't know he <laughs> played for Houston. So that's, I'm well impressed I've got that. Well, shall we talk about the MLS Give Cup me Final? some
2: credit. You're, I'll give you credit at the end when you actually tell me who it is. You might say Callum Best, I don't know not scottish anyway Uh, right mls cup final saturday evening slash sunday morning here in the uk half 12 it's in atlanta baby atlanta united versus portland timbers i'm so excited and uh, the reason i'm so excited is because i'm going down to norwich to watch it with you and it's a lot better than the other game i'm gonna watch where norwich are gonna absolute Pace a Bolton wanderers i'm
0: glad you mentioned the fact that we're going to norwich for a reason other than to watch mls cup together because that would be weird <laughs> it's yeah. 200 miles from where we're currently stood <laughs> yeah. and uh, that would be that would be bizarre um right talk talk me through it because famously i don't know how this how it feels to be even in the playoffs let alone the mls cup let's be nice today because i'm gonna be nice to you yeah talk me through how you feel first of all personally because it's weird isn't it we've got this connection with mls yeah atlanta is a very new thing mls is kind of new to us as well so how in how ingrained to be honest how ingrained do you feel in this obviously you're a huge bolton fan go go week in week out but where does this rank this is a genuine question uh, for me, this is just
2: nice. It's just nice that I've support a team that's doing well. So it's the like I really want us to win. I've, and I've, I, I'll discuss this in a moment, but I think Atlanta do deserve to win the MLS Cup hmm. this year. Uh, but it's just nice because I go into school in Manchester um, for fifteen years, or however long you're at school for. Not that long, is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually You obviously leave when, taught you well. Yeah, you leave when you're 16. Did you do, do counting at all? Don't go to school in Manchester, but everyone were Man United fans at the time when Man United was winning everything. So, me as the uh, there was about four of us who were Bolton fans. Funnily enough, more Bolton fans than Man City fans. Mm. Just pointing that out there, it wouldn't be the same now, but you had to put up with all the rubbish from them going, oh, we won the treble, what have you ever won? Well, we've won four FA Cups, the last one in 1958. <laughs> now. So having to put up with that, it's nice to support a team that's actually doing well. And even though I'll be thousands of miles away, um, it'll still mean a lot to watch them win.
0: Because, because this is a because I'm not digging here. You, you haven't been to see Atlanta, so no. my my connection with Orlando grew from from going to a game. So we're very different in this in this sense. So I went to an Orlando game and I was like, wow, this is incredible. Um, yours is growing through basically wanting to have a better team than me and <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Mine was just,
2: oh, they're new. I'll support them, uh, I, and I think that's fine. By the way, but. Don't get me wrong, but when Orlando lose, it hits you harder than when Atlanta lose. And I don't know whether that's because I'm, you know, Orlando lose all the time and Atlanta, even though they have lost, they're still at the top of the table. So I don't know whether that's, that's something in it. You've been watching MLS one or two seasons more than me. So mm. maybe in two or three years, my affiliation with Atlanta will be at the same. Yeah, and they, and they um, weren't around as well, to be fair. True, yeah. So, but at the same time. I've come into it watching the league as a whole. I can, I do appreciate a lot of teams. I've given my love to Portland. Mm. I think it was um, your it was, love
0: for Blanco is not normal.
2: Yeah, you know, we got a tweet uh, in from uh, I think it was Crystal, his Seattle fan, when Portland beat SKC, mm. and she said, "Oh, is this just uh Is this just pans out just to make Henry happy because he loves Portland?" <laughs> um, which with the way I pointed out with the way Orlando played the season, yes, it is just. To, it's just for it's my the season own. of dreams it's isn't it the season to keep me entertained uh but i'm looking i'm learning the league as a whole so i think once i've learnt uh because we are still learning we do admit that you know we we're not experts on it but once i have become a bit of just a, in case you couldn't tell you know, a bit more of an expert then maybe my my love for atlanta will flourish even more but how can you not love Atlanta United, even as an Orlando City fan? Oh no, I've said this a million times. You've got to like what? It, I would love to be there. I got offered a ticket earlier in the season, which was a really
0: nice gesture. I just couldn't go. Mm. Um, and <laughs> you say I just couldn't go. Like, do you know when someone invites you to a party and and you're like. I'm a bit busy. You couldn't go because it's like a 12-hour flight away. That's why you couldn't go. That's true. I got
2: offered a ticket to uh, Man United v. Arsenal, which is on today as we record this, Um, and I couldn't go because I'm at work. So it's like, oh, sorry, mate, I can't go out to Atlanta because I'm working. (laughs) Um, But no, it was still, I would love to go, and the atmosphere looks great on the TV. The, The team plays so well, and I... I would be more disappointed, if Atlanta lost on Saturday, mm. I'd be more disappointed that Atlanta have lost playing the way they have all season rather than, oh, I'm an Atlanta fan.
0: Yeah, I, and I think as well it's important to to point out, you know, you got here through through beating the Red Bulls, fair, fair and square, um, but arguably it, that sh- that ideally would have been your final. If you were allowed to have two teams from the same conference, in terms of deserving teams and wanting a massive spectacle of two sides who you genuinely have no idea who's going to win. Mm. Atlanta Red Bulls would have been the one. but you you think you've got the edge on Portland? Uh, I do, yeah, just because... Come on, I mean, Portland
2: have done really well to get here. They've beaten Dallas, Seattle and SKC. Those those have been probably the three... Maybe LAFC, but those Mm. have been the three best teams in that conference. So they've done that and they've had to beat them all playing them all away, I know they had two legs, but you know what I mean, they've, had to, they've not lost away. So, they have done it the hard way, they've done it a lot harder than Atlanta have, but I just think, crown off a great season, the only blip being they didn't win the supporters' shield,
0: but, you know, who cares when you're winning the MLS Cup? As long as you bring it home, it won't matter. Yeah. Um, so, what I want to do is, I want to make a case for Atlanta... Okay, and a case for Portland. Now the case for Atlanta, according to even MLS, who like, we won't get into it now, but th- this is this is their dream. Their their precious boys, Atlanta, are in the MLS Cup final in their precious stadium, which MLS are obsessed with. Mm-hmm. You know, MLS who push soccer specific. Just saying. Um, and by the way, right? I say I joke about that. Atlanta stadium's insanely good. Yeah. I have no problem with it whatsoever. It's New York's so I have an issue with, but. Don Garber, Mister. Yeah, it's got to be soccer specific. Oh, Atlanta's the best stadium. Ever. <laughs> it's like, make your mind up. Yeah, true. Um, but anyway, they've got you as seventy-seven percent nailed on to, to win this. Now, I don't. I, I'll be honest. I don't think many people disagree. I think it's a bit high because it's a one-off game. It's yeah. a it's a one-off game, and anyone can beat anyone. We've seen this. Um, but I, I'll make a. I'll try and make a case for Portland. Okay. I'll be honest with you, I'm just going to say it, Atlanta deserve it, but it's a one-off game and if you're looking for arguments that it might not just all go their way, I've got a few, but we'll kick off with Atlanta because they're the home side. Off you go, Henry Hewitt, fan of Atlanta United. Right, are you ready? Are you, uh, You've so I've got a minute, are you looking at the clock?
2: You're going to do it in a minute, are you? Yeah, I'll do it in a minute. Okay, go. Atlanta United, come on, do I need to say anything else? This has been the best footballing team, the best soccer-playing team all season. I mean, you just have to look at the Up to MLS Best eleven: Parkhurst, Almiron, Martinez. No Portland players. There you know, there's a reason MLS loves Atlanta. It's got everything, and it's going to crown it off by winning the MLS Cup. That nice, slender trophy in the hands of Parkhurst as he lifts it above his head. Oh, I just can't wait. And, you know, red and black looks better than green. So,
0: Yep, still got 20 seconds. Ever? All
2: right, Oh, right, okay. Well, Martinez got MVP. The London Donovan MVP award, Josef Martinez. Uh, and he deserves it. He's been the top goal scorer ever. No one's beaten him in a season. So he can just crown it off by getting a hat-trick in the final at the Benz. Bang on a minute. Thanks.
0: I mean... That was very, very much from a fan's point of view, wasn't it? <laughs> it wasn't very, uh, wasn't very tactical that I was expecting. Well, I, it comes from the heart. Yours is going to be more tactical. I've and- gone tactical because I don't. I'm an Orlando fan, so I don't. You know, I don't really. I'm not sort of like, yay, go on, Portland. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, we've come at it from come at it from different angles. <laughs> we have, yes. But uh, I, I. I
2: I'm interested to hear what you've got to say. Let put it that way. Because I love Portland. If it wasn't for Atlanta, I would really want Portland to win. But, you know. Go on. Okay. Let me see. Right, so the clock's behind me. So, do it dead on.
0: Zero, zero. Okay, so Atlanta's defence has been much improved this year, but it's going to be a case of which Escobar turns up because he was incredible against Red Bulls not so much throughout the season. Um, midfield is where it's often won and lost. It's easy to get carried away with the Nagby, Almiron, etc. Portland have two of the best midfielders in MLS for me. It, as a pairing, Valeri and Chara, arguably the ones you want in a one-off game that could go either way. It's dangerous for Tata to go that all-out attacking football that we love to watch from Atlanta. It's a one-off game. You have to do the simple things right. Chara, Valeri, they can they can do the simple things and they can make it happen. We all want to see Atlanta attack, but is that the best and safest possible route to lifting that cup? I'm not sure. Tata's got a decision to make here. Um, they're going to miss Armenteros. 28 appearances, 8 goals. It all hangs on ever B and of course, Valeri, bang on. Well done. Um, yeah, I. You made a good point
2: there. I mean, this, well, you, you slagged Orlando, you slagged that Atlanta off quite a lot, to be honest. But uh, and I, all I said was that red and black looks better than green. But, <laughs>
0: um, no, look, it's because I, I, I've said it. Atlanta, Atlanta deserved this. Their their brand of football deserved them to go up against Red Bulls, and they beat them. And so they're here in in MLS Cup. I I just think it's it's one off. We've seen it. Like right, okay. So for example, this season it's a one off game. We know in MLS more than anywhere else around the world, anyone can beat anyone. Just look at this season. We've got first week, we laugh. But Houston beat Atlanta four 0 We can laugh about it now. But what was that? You so, know. And the last game, Orlando beat Red Bulls. Colorado beat Philly. Um, Orlando beat Portland, Uh, Colorado beat Toronto, Houston beat Toronto 5-1, Colorado beat Galaxy, DC started beating everyone, anything can happen in MLS, and somehow, by the way, somehow, while we're talking about underdogs, Atlanta beat Orlando. (laughs) Weird. Strange. Really? Weird.
2: Um... (laughs) Well, yeah, I am aware that anyone can beat anyone in MLS. Of course, we've seen that across the season. We've seen it for many seasons. But it's just written in the stars. And, you know, I don't want to be seen as someone who's who's cocky. I don't want to be seen as arrogance. But it's written in the stars. It's at the bends. or oh, The way Atlanta play playing, that no one... We thought Red Bulls can contain them. <laughs> no, no, no. We saw in that first leg. Wiped out. OK, the BWP goal was a bit contentious and maybe that would have changed the game at 1-1. But it wasn't given and we smashed them. So it's, it's going to happen.
0: Have you given any thought to the fact that Portland may, and I'm not saying they will, but they may, there is a chance. They're in this final. They've done well. They, have, yeah. they may turn up they really to the Benz and they may stuff you and they may lift MLS Cup. I'd, in your own stadium. I don't it's not gonna be like a four, five
2: nil. I'm I'm not saying that. It might be close, it might be a three one. <laughs> but uh <laughs> no, I just think the way that we play it, there's too much on it. It's uh you know, is we've got the last game for it seems so many people, even though it's two well, one. Maybe two if Almiron goes. Mm. But um, you know, it just seems resting in the stars and I'll be I'm setting myself up. I know that. I'm setting myself up for a huge fall. And as as somebody who follows a, a, a British team that don't win very much, I should learn my lesson. Maybe there's a bit of arrogance there because I'm actually supporting a team that does play well. Uh, but I just think it's written in the stars. Whether Atlanta will be able to go next season, get 69 points again, win the MLS Cup, I don't know because there's going to be a lot of changes. But this year, it just seems written that it's going to happen.
0: Written in the stars. Okay. We'll see. I can't wait to watch it because it's going to be great for a neutral.
2: Yeah, it'll be a really good game. I'm really glad that Portland have got to the final because with their attacking players, they are, it's going to be a good attacking game. And I do think as well that Portland, more than other teams, can they can lock out atlanta they they're good defensively they can put in that performance so i don't think it's going to be as as easy as as other games that atlanta have had this season
0: see i think guzman and and chara sit deep hmm. i think they sit deep and and you've got then valeri's set free he's not having to do that marking role on on Elmiron. you've yeah. got blanco set free polo feeding ebbo i I I honestly think that while Atlanta have to be favourites here, I disagree that it's it's that much of a landslide because it's just no, that one off. It's, it's not
2: going to be a landslide, but it's written in the
0: stars. No, but- as in the chart, the the oh. chances they're they're saying like seventy seven percent or right, something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. I'm n- I'm not convinced. Well, it's a hundred percent in my eyes. But- I'd expect Atlanta to go with with five at the back, and that allows them, the the rest to to play forwards. But look. Give Blanco. It doesn't matter what's going on, Blanco, Valeri. You give them space within thirty yards of goal. They're trying to curl one top corner. You're gonna to have to be out at them, closing yeah, them down at every there's... single time. And when it gets to eighty, eighty-five minutes, and you're still panicking every time he gets the ball.
2: Yeah, but there's Nagbe, there's there's Remedi, there's there's players. Gressel, Gressel. Yeah, there's players there to sort out Blanco and Valeri. So I'm not worried. It's exciting. I think the key lies
0: with Vialba, who probably
2: won't start. No, uh, Vialba, in, for me, is one of the best impact players in the league. If, like imagine-, imagine
0: marking Almiron all game. Yeah. Or somebody, I don't know, even if it's Nagby or Gressel. Imagine if it's still tied when we get to 60, 70 minutes and they can try, they can gamble, take off somebody like Gressel or Nagby who's playing deeper. And stick the Albaron. and imagine having to have marked Almiron and Martinez out of the game for the whole the whole match, and then you bring on fresh legs. <laughs> it's, I can't wait. I'm so excited for it.
2: No, it'd be a great game. Uh, tweet us your predictions at MLS UK Show. Uh, you can Facebook us as well, MLS UK Show, or Instagram, which is of course
0: MLS UK Show. show. Uh,
2: we need to do our predictions. And I feel, because I, I wipe the floor with you in the regular season, predict, we do predictions every week, mm-hmm. and I don't know what it was, but I think I beat you like 17-6 or something stupid like that. <laughs> it
0: wasn't that bad.
2: So I'm going to give you something here. Okay. In the playground, i us say next goal wins. <laughs> the bell's gone. End of the season. Imagine ne- if I steal it now. Next goal wins. Okay. What's your prediction? So if I get the score right? Score right is five points. Uh, sorry, score right, ten points. Outcome, five. And this is this is uh, just the 90 minutes, by the way. So I'm not talking... Like, if you say, oh, it'd be 2-1 to Atlanta, 2-1 to Portland, and it's 1-1 after 90 minutes, and then they, they make it 2-1 in extra time. Don't count.
0: Okay. But if it's a draw, I win. 3-1 Atlanta. Ooh. No, 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 no. Two one Atlanta.
2: Two one Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going three one Atlanta. Oh
0: no! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna regret that.
2: So I'm gonna regret that. If Atlanta so much. win, I What's win. What's the prize? Um, let's put it out. Let's put it out. Let's put it out to our listeners. Okay. Tweet us your prediction and what the prize should be. It could either be a forfeit for the loser or it could just be... Well, it's going to have to be a forfeit for the loser. I've got one for you. The budget's very low. We don't have a budget for prizes.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, go on. What were you going to say? So Atlanta and Orlando both have new home jerseys next year. Ah, see what you're going to do. Okay, okay. L- loser buys the jerseys. It's expensive, that. It is. It's expensive. I'll tell you, you what. You earn more than me as well. <laughs>
2: maybe if i got paid in yen <laughs> don't because that's awkward um right let's do that let's seriously have you seen how much they are <laughs> if anyone can think of a better one tweet us if not we'll go with that one.
0: Oh my god it's like a week's wages for one of them and
2: in episode 34 for me. we will uh we will come back and, and see what we've found but it's only once every two years. Yeah, and as well, Norwich are going to beat Bolton, so I will need something to, uh, to you know. Cheer imagine
0: if there's a clean right. Imagine Norwich playing yellow and green. Imagine if it's just a day. Saturday's just the day of green. Imagine we drive 200 miles to Norwich. You watch Norwich hammer Bolton, and then Portland somehow get one over on <laughs> Atlanta. And uh, it's uh, there's not many.
2: Uh, not much to see on the drive to norwich it is very green there's a lot of fields so it'll just be laughing at me bring it on mls cup final saturday night slash sunday morning if you're watching get in touch with us we want to be chatting to you as this uh, game goes on i know what's going to happen though if atlanta lose in the same way that you just get ins shouted at you from atlanta fans i'm gonna get loads of abuse but bring it on atlanta have been so good this season i don't mind what time is the game going to finish in our time about half two. Oh, well it's atlanta like they can say it's going to start at half 12 we won't start till 4 a.m <laughs> they're not very they're poor atlanta needs to someone needs to buy a watch <laughs> because oh I'll, I'll, great okay i'll stay up watch this game starts 1 a.m no atlanta one will start it at three o'clock in the morning
0: try being an orlando fan with the old local weather it's just storms every day (laughs) yeah due to uh, a threat of lightning the players are going to remain in the locker rooms for another four hours excellent right i'm going to bed
2: yeah it's a bit disheartening when you've
0: you've wanted to watch a game you shape your whole weekend sometimes i'll nap in the afternoon yeah. To watch a West Coast game. And then they go, yeah, uh, till further notice. Yeah. Not I, happening. When it happens in the middle of a game, and then you've got matches kicking off after
2: yours that then finish before. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Montreal versus Atlanta. I <laughs> was, was four hours of my time, that.
0: Anyway. Right. It'll all be worth it. It will. Maybe. Hopefully. MLS Cup, send us your predictions and send us your uh, forfeits for the loser of this season's predictions, please. It's winner takes all in MLS Cup in all senses. (laughs) Bring it on. Um, Right. Speaking of uh,
2: some of the losers, which is basically every other team, especially Orlando. Uh,
0: for God's sake,
2: <laughs> more teams have been announcing their uh, brutal their retain list with moving on to the uh, teams that made the playoffs. And oh my
0: God, Orlando have retained Will Johnson.
2: What is going on, Orlando? Who asked for more
0: time? I thought we set him on fire. <laughs>
2: Orlando asked for more time just so they could try and PR their way around keeping Will Johnson. Seriously, uh, And yeah, you weren't very happy. We was we were stood here in the studio. We were doing our radio show and you was like... I, f- I was talking to you. I was talking to you about, I don't know, me buying a house. Quite a serious conversation. You go, shut up a minute. Orlando have announced it. And uh, we had a look and you... Uh, yeah, you weren't very happy at Will Johnson.
0: I mean... We all saw Will Johnson play Will try and play soccer this year, right? Right, right? Yeah. Oh, let's not get into it now because it makes me angry. Uh, just like Will Johnson. He's a very angry man, isn't he? Let's <laughs> <That laughs>
2: uh, definitely not go there. Right, let's chat about uh, bigger, better players <laughs> than uh, Will Johnson. Um, I think the, the, the one that happened just after we did the last episode is Ashley Cole. Yeah. And, uh, of course, Ashley Cole... We all know he's from England. He's one of our favourite players here at MLS UK show. And he's he's no more. I think he's going to come back to England. I heard this was because they wanted to retain Zlatan. Mm. He didn't have the budget.
0: I think they're just trying to pull out all the stops. And mm. we mentioned this before. Zlatan's not on a DP contract currently. So he's actually really not making a lot of money. Well, he's making more than me and you put together. Standard. Yeah, But he's really not making a lot of money compared to most in the league. Yeah, Um
2: ashley where will his time be seen as a success where on the
0: david beckham to stephen gerrard scale will ashley cole fall on it's difficult for defenders isn't it it's really difficult to to make an impact like the way that david beckham did Mm. and the way that um david via has for for new york city we'll come on to him in a bit but it's it's difficult but look the guy brings experience and for as much as everyone wants to say oh it's a retirement league and as much as MLS retaliates with Atlanta and their young youthful brand of soccer and and the way that that seems to have shaped the future of MLS a lot of teams are now going going down that route it's just important it's important that these kids are, are playing with these um are playing with these experienced players whether it's Latam whether it's Ashley Cole and i just think Ashley Cole brings that Wealth of experience, yeah. Confidence, yeah. Back himself, he's played in some of the biggest games you can play in the world. Ashley Cole was always going to be a brilliant signing for Galaxy. I think he has been. He's had his moments, but yeah. you know, I, I think I think they'll be sad to see him go. And there's going to be a probably a championship club who will, will welcome him with open arms and a, a, a fat wallet because they'll need it. Yeah, um, Ashley Cole was part of, have you seen
2: that Ian Wright uh, over here in the UK on ITV? They got Ian Wright, who used to play at Arsenal. Um, he's doing like a, a racism sort of documentary. I like it. You series. explained
0: Ian Wright, his son was almost the top scorer in MLS this <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> he used to play for Arsenal, dad of Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah, pro- uh, probably more relevant. <laughs> um,
2: he's funny, isn't it? You just don't, uh I just don't associate them together, but um, I mean, they look quite similar. We <laughs> do <too>, actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where Sean Wright believes has come from, but um, no. I, so Ian Wright's doing this uh, racism thing. So he went out to LA and spoke to Ashley Cole, and Ashley Cole was saying about his. He's in the media in the UK. What they. Uh, did with Ashley Cole He's very similar to what they're doing with Raheem Sterling now. And they went and said, oh, we're here with Ashley Cole. He's won this. He's won like won, uh, X amount of Premier Leagues, Champions League, Europa League. He's got 100 caps for England. And you you listen to that and think, wow, like, I, I always thought Ashley Cole got some pretty bad stick. I really liked him. I mm. thought he's one of the best left-backs in the world in the last 20 years. And it's just, he had an incredible career in, in England. And you think, this guy is like, he isn't appreciated as much. And the funny thing is, I believe that, because in, in the UK we tend to, anyone who, who, it's like James Carden. James Carden's left the UK to US. People in the UK hate James Carden. I don't, I love him. But if it was the other way round, and if you've got someone, I get the feeling in the US and Canada, if, if you succeed you're then praised and you're like, oh, wow, he's, he's flying the flag for this country and he's going across the world. Mm. Yet in the UK, it's like, he
0: wants to better himself. Go away. We don't like you anymore. But this is the lack, like, we've talked about this. This is the lack of respect that people in the UK have for MLS. No one can believe that Ashley Cole wants to go and play in MLS. No one can believe that Zlatan wants to leave United and go and play for Galaxy. No one wants Rooney to leave Everton and go and play for DC. It's, but, well, why are they going there?
2: Yeah, but I mean, Ashley Cole, I think if he was from, if it was the other way around, he was from the US, he'd he'd be appreciated a lot more in his home country. Um, But I just think he, he's a fantastic player and he's shown glimpses of that. And funnily enough, even though Zlatan may be the reason why he's eventually leaving, the partnership they made with each other was pretty good. Like Ashley Cole was putting Mm. him on a plate. You think of the, uh, was it the Chicago goal? Yeah. yeah. Um, And they did, built up a bit of a partnership which I would not seem have actually called for a long time maybe you look at the way he was with Drogba and Ernie maybe that you know he was similar to that so it's a shame because as well listening to him in that documentary he said that his life in LA is so much better like Rooney said where he doesn't get followed all the time and he can he's got kids now he can just go and uh, I don't know go to the the park and he's not being uh, pestered he, he's having a good life and it's a shame for him that it's come to an end but do you genuinely believe do you think he'll come back to England I think he's pretty settled in the US it wouldn't surprise me if an MLS team went you know what come here
0: yeah it's difficult isn't it because you don't know over here Ashley Cole didn't exactly show much loyalty when he left Arsenal to go to Chelsea no. so while I'd be inclined to say I don't know he's played for Galaxy is he going to want to play for anyone else maybe he will you know, maybe he will be lining up for someone else in in March when when MLS kicks off again in 2019. But I I don't know. I just think I he doesn't
2: he doesn't need the cash. No, uh, but saying that, if Tyrone Mears can end up at West Brom after being at Minnesota, then I'm sure Ashley Cole can. This is true. <laughs> come back to the UK. Um, moving on, David Villa, legend legend in MLS, legend for NYC FC. Uh, he's moving to Japan. Is it the same, mm. same team as Iniesta? Is that right? I believe so. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a mess for the league, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, we, we've talked about, um, w- with Ashley Cole, we've talked about the, the influence of having a, an experienced player such as David Villa or, or Ashley Cole, or of course, Lampard, Gerrard, Beckham, all these uh, MLS greats. Now, for David Villa, I just think it's been that much more special. But he was at NYCFC from from their inception, from day one, and I just think that he had such a massive influence on that club. I don't know how they go about replacing him because David Villa is from that sort of Sebastian Giovinco territory, where he is actually not that old, you know. And and when he were, when he signed for NYCFC, David Villa was a huge name in world football. Yeah. And so I, I'm i intrigued as to how they go about replacing him because I think on the field, off the field, goals, of course, David Villa leaves a massive hole. And we talked about the, the progression of Jack Harrison, for example, who's now over here uh, playing in the championship. Not very much, may I add. Um, we all know he's a huge talent and wouldn't he have just been better to stay at NYCFC learning from the likes of of David Villa. I really believe that teams need these players still.
2: Yeah, he scored 80 goals in 124 games for NYC and I think, I I don't know, like I said with Oscar Paragia in the last episode, Villa's done really well and the the shame of it, the biggest shame is that he's not been able to win anything while Mm. he's been here because 80 goals in 124 games, I don't care what league you're in, that's a very good record Um, and there's only probably two players on the planet who could beat that. Maybe time as well. But um, I just feel that it's... I don't know. You don't know, obviously. He's, he's got to think about his own career and his own life. But I'd have liked him to have had another season. But at the same time, with Patrick Vieira going, as he, you know, new boss in there, as he thought, well, I want a bit
0: of a change. I want a younger team. You don't know. This is the thing as well. So with MLS, um, we have we've talked about this before you're not always on top you know you know as well as i do that as much as atlanta just look unreal look at toronto look at galaxy over the last couple of years (laughs) okay sorry uh look at galaxy you know you're not always on top no and and so i wonder are they gonna regret not doing (laughs) doing well they've done very well for it for a new club but are they going to regret not nailing down some silverware while they had somebody of his ilk, somebody of his stature and talent, you know, in in their attack? Mm. Who do they now bring in under, like you say, Vieira's gone, it's all changed. Who do they now bring in to keep them, not only keep them at that level, but take them to the next step where they're challenging for silverware? This is, it's really tough because we're looking at teams like RSL, teams like Philly, who are now on the up and they're taking up playoff spots. And, you know, there's still only 12 spots. And they need to start, you know, while Orlando, we joke Orlando, need to start qualifying for the playoffs, NYCFC need to start turning these qualifications into silverware. And they've had incredible tools to do that. And it's not happened. So where do we go from here? Yeah, it's going to be very interesting uh, to see how they replace him.
2: They've obviously got the money freed up with Via and they've got extremely rich owners. <laughs> um NYC just fall in, we've said this before, they just fall into one of those teams that next season is a, a change from Dallas. It could happen with Atlanta, Orlando, the same. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of change. Um, you know, there's there's other managers that got Columbus crew. You know, these teams that are they're going to have a big change over the the winter months and it's going to be exciting to watch next season. And this is why we're, you know, we the last few months have been like, what are we going to talk about in the closed season? Well, there's that much change happening. I'm sure every MLS, MLS UK show over the winter months is going to be packed because NYC needs to replace him. The one player who I can guarantee... And I will buy you an Orlando shirt if this happens, but I can guarantee we'll not be going. Go on. Bradley Wright <laughs> Um And uh, it's been busy for them over the Hudson River. Of course, they uh, missed out on an MLS Cup final. Shut first, up. Because Atlanta beat them 3-1 on aggregate. Um, Tyler Adams is gone. He's uh, joined
0: Leipzig. Joining up with Jesse Marsh. Yeah, uh, this was always going to happen, right? Really? I think so. And I don't, I don't think it's a bad move for the kid. We've talked about um, players stopping off in Europe on route to uh, the the Premier League and the Championship, which arguably the the biggest leagues in the world. I think that's, I think that's fair to say. Um, we've talked about work permits before, um, and how often it's it's Belgium, it's France, it's Germany, um, Holland, where these players have to go to sort of. Get halfway, and it's a, it's a stupid thing, it's a stupid yeah. rule. Um, but I think a good move for him stays within the, the Red Bull family as well. He'll be driving in Formula One next,
2: yes. Um, and he'll be flying with his wings because Red Bull gives you wings. Um, not spawn, yeah. Not believe us, not spawn. Um, yeah, I, I think it, Tyler Adams is a good player, he's young enough though for Red Bull to be able to replace him. Um, so it's it's going to be interesting to watch his career develop here in the uh,
0: in Europe. Where does Robin fit into MLS? Because this this happens every time a big high profile player is out of contract. Aaron Robin is out of contract at Bayern, mm-hmm. and immediately the MLS rumors start. Yeah, quite happy to have him at Orlando. i was just saying. Of course. Does it out of des- sheer desperation? Where does he? If you had to pick a team, where does he go? Because isn't it weird, right? Isn't it weird how we still judge teams on their market? Is marketability a word? Yeah, their yeah. stature yeah, yeah. and their brand rather than their soccer? Because you- I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the standings now thinking, well, RSL got themselves in the playoffs. You know, SKC nearly got themselves to a MLS Cup final. Yet I can still see someone like Robin going to Orlando over RSL or Hmm. Philadelphia, Um, isn't it? I'm not saying that. I'm not saying it will happen, but isn't it weird how instantly the rumors are always? Yeah, NYCFCs, Orlando. You know, and actually, there's teams who are doing really well. Dallas. Why would you know? Why not Dallas?
2: What's really interesting for me is, uh, because you mentioned this before he announced that he was going to leave. And I said to you, I said, I think, uh, because I'd watched Bayern Munich. um, I I can't remember who he played. They were just on TV. Because Bundesliga games kick off at like half two on a Saturday afternoon. Premier League at three o'clock and England at three o'clock. So in that half an hour of Bayern Munich on the TV,
0: Mm.
2: Robin played, he, he was is his best. You know, you know, we know what Robin's like. He cuts inside and he sticks him in the top corner. And he was still doing that. He was doing that fifteen years ago at Chelsea. And I said to you, I said, I think he's got another year left in him at Bayern Munich, or at least two. And then he announced that he's leaving. Mm. But despite the fact that I think Robin is still a top quality player, if he went to MLS, I don't think he's got that that Razzmatazz as Ibrahimovic I wouldn't see him at LA Galaxy I really wouldn't and I would put Robin in the same bracket as Schweinsteiger I agree I I agree I think a team like Chicago funnily enough Chicago I think would be a good fit for him but I, I think teams along that sort of middle belt where you've got Chicago I know they had a poor season but they do find themselves there Vancouver I would find that... I mean, arguably,
0: right, if Galaxy kept Zlatan or Red Bulls kept BWP, I mean, I'm mentioning Orlando because they're one of the clubs that's linked. If Orlando keep Dwyer, arguably it's the service that... I mean, look, Red Bulls have been playing some superb stuff, mainly through the likes of Kaku. Imagine having Robin on the wing, crossing to Zlatan, who's incredible in the air, can can take out on any shot at any height somebody like dwyer who he is a finisher yeah. you know he's had terrible service dwyer is a finisher you know i'd, I'd take the guy at, at norwich city let alone in, in orlando city um you know, there's, there's finishes in MLS who would thrive off the service of Robin. Someone has to seriously consider this mm. move. And seriously, it's not going to be cheap. Somebody has to make, try and make this happen. Zardes at Columbus. I, Columbus. What I don't want to see is him going somewhere like Italy. Genuinely, the Italian league angers me. People think MLS is rubbish. Have you seen Italy? It's awful.
2: Yeah, but it, I don't know. I, I watch it on the TV. and It's I just, the profile. Yeah, the profiling, I think, I, I watch when Juventus are away at. I don't know, choose me some average Italian team. Palermo. San, Palermo. I look at that and I think, oh, it looks quite sunny there. <laughs> I would like to be there right now.
0: Orlando's oh, nice. Aaron, if you're listening. Aaron Robin.
2: Yep. I, if, if Robin went to MLS, if he went to a team that has got a BWP or his Latin, they'll win MLS Cup this year. If they don't. He goes to a team and they make the playoffs. That's my prediction.
0: Okay. He's that good, still. I agree. Um, Should we talk about the uh, US men's national team? Cause, yes. Because that's... Hallelujah! That's actually happened, finally. Wasn't it like episode five,
2: maybe six? That he, It seems to have been so long since we mentioned, oh, they've sat the manager. We're on episode 33 now, and we've even had a few holiday breaks.
0: now I'm going to be honest with you. It was before we even started. Was it? Yeah. God it's been a before while. we even started. I was over in the States at the time. You was when they lost to Trinidad, you're right. Uh wow. Wow. It's October. October twenty seventeen. And here we are, December twenty eighteen. And finally they've appointed a manager. Now, the thing is they took their time, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh you know. Made sure they made the right decision at the expense of you know thirteen months of development, but still, I believe they've got a brilliant man in Greg Barhalter. Uh, I can't disagree
2: with you on that one. I think it was him. Uh, Parasia was rumored, and mm-hmm. I think he'd have been great as well. So, but
0: he'd obviously just got his move to to Mexico, so
2: yeah, that would have been strange. Um, yeah, but I mean, they've had 13 months to iron it out. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with it. I think what, for me, and we've we've championed Columbus all the way through this season. Mm. It, apart from Portland, Columbus have probably been the team, other than Atlanta as well, who I have championed the most. Um, what has happened this season, and they look like they're coming out of it positively, which is is fantastic, and we support that. But. For them to get to the playoffs, to beat Red Bulls and in the first leg, has been absolutely amazing. And if he's been managing it, then he deserves his shot because he's he's, he's been incredible.
0: He's got a decent record with with the Crew as well. One point four three points per game since taking charge at Crew. He's been there like what five years? Five uh, six
2: years? Yes, November
0: twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, I think that I think they're in great hands. We we've seen what Gareth Southgate's done for England. It's not all about the the on field. It's no. about the look into the future. It's about the players um, becoming a group again, connecting with the fans. Look, England, England, and the England fans. If you think there was a bit of a divide there, look at the US men's national team and what the fans think of it. You know, there needs to be a serious rebuilding job done there and. You know Gareth Southgate. I never thought I'd say this, but Gareth Southgate is the is the mould that that everybody should now be working from because yeah. what he's done is, has been incredible. And you know, there's a lot of talent. We see it in MLS. There's so much talent that that could be brought through into that team, and and that's what I want to see Greg Greg doing. And, and I'm sure he will. I'm sure he's going to do a great job. Yeah,
2: well they can only, there's only one way for the US nation, men's national team to go and that's up. So uh we support the US men's national team other than when they play England. Same <laughs> with Canada. Um they they've got to look for when they host the World Cup, right? They, that's where yeah th- that's their aim. It's um, all about
0: it's all about putting on a show when when they're in that World Cup. I mean, um when we tweeted the news out, uh, make sure you're following us at MLS UK show 'cause um we' Uh, we managed to get this story out um, when when Greg was announced, uh, or just before Greg was was announced as the as the coach. And Benjamin replied instantly, saying, "It's about goddamn time <laughs> a manager should have been appointed a year ago." Berhalter is a good choice, though, and and I think he's spot on. Yes, it could have been done sooner, a year sooner. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he's there. I think they've I think they've got the right man for the job. Yeah, uh,
2: and what a what a chance for him as well. Like if he if he does it right
0: he will be the manager when they are in the world cup and, and then like, where do you go from there <laughs> you know in all seriousness if if that goes well he he could easily get himself a job over here in europe he could um but there's there's no rush for him and if he likes teams in yellow then uh, he can go to <laughs> you can't think of anyone else than other than norwich villa real <laughs> um before we wrap up yeah I'm so excited because I think I know who the player was from the start of the podcast.
2: Right, this is the game that's
0: called... Uh, put me on the spot. Uh, we give you the career path of a British player who's played in MLS and you have to tell us who it is. It's something snappy like that anyway. Yeah, we might have to abbreviate it, but then we would have to
2: actually think of what it's called. Um... So give us give us the, the career path again, because I think, I think I've got it. He's played for some proper... Bum teams. We're talking Berry, <laughs> Wigan, teams. Blackpool, Scunthorpe, Norwich City. Awful, awful clubs. To translate, uh, that's Fanny in the
0: uh, in the US.
2: <laughs> um, uh, ass. Let's go with ass. Ass teams. Uh, but now they've got like b- bum teams. You know what I mean? Um, he uh, And then he went to Houston Dynamo, played 11 games. But in those 11 games, he won an MLS Cup in 2006. <laughs> that's it. He's from Scotland. He's got a famous dad. What is his name, Elliot?
0: Is it Paul Dalgleish? It's Paul <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Dalgleish. I've got his autograph. Have you really? Yeah. When I was a kid, and he used to, I used to to go along to Car Road, uh went to watch Norwich, and I'd stand by the tunnel and the players finished their warm-up and I'd hang over the side and I'd say, "Please can I have your autograph?" And I must have been 8 8 or 9 and Paul Dalgleish was one of the uh, one of my lucky few autographs that I got. Wow, uh, Paul Dalglish. Now he was terrible. <laughs> he's the
2: uh, he's just been appointed the head coach of Miami FC. Uh, it was uh, Alessandro Nesta, but uh, now uh, Paul Dalglish has taken over. <laughs> well, I say just. It was you know January last year, but still. <laughs> So, MLS Cup final. How exciting is this? This weekend, uh, it's on Sky Sports here in the UK. Uh, It says it's going to kick off at half-twelve on Sunday morning. See him at two o'clock then, at least. Yeah, we know what it's like. Atlanta United versus Portland Timbers. I'm going 3-1, Atlanta. You're going 2-1. Yeah. Remember to tweet us at MLS UK show. What should the forfeit be? Uh, Because I've won in the regular season on the predictions. um, So, I... Basically, you just need it to be 2-1. Anything other than 2-1 Atlanta and I win.
0: Winner takes all.
2: Winner takes all. Uh, Thanks very much for listening. Get in touch with us. Send us your predictions and uh, whatever else you want to send us. Um, And the next time we speak to you, it'll all be over. How sad is that? It will. We'll be doing a review of the MLS Cup final. We're going to be doing reviews of the season. And then over the course of the winter, we'll also be doing uh, sort of catch-ups transfers going on you know the whole shebang we're not going away for winter we funnily enough only take our vacations during the season
0: (laughs) yeah we need to rethink that one um enjoy mls cup final we'll be back after it's all done see ya sports social podcast network
1: 18 plus.